ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into an unplanned edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We have baseball planned for you this afternoon as the Brewers and the Braves just wrap up 3-0 Braves there to take a 2-1 lead in the divisional series. The Astros and the White Sox should be playing right now. That game got postponed. That's going to be moved till tomorrow, so we might not have a show again tomorrow. And then, of course, we got baseball action coming up later tonight. The Rays take on the Red Sox. The Giants take on the Dodgers. A lot of baseball for you. But we're here. Baseball ended early, so here we are jumping in the studio for another edition of The Drive. It's Monday, October 11th, and I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer made pure. Text line is open, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. As I mentioned, baseball ending about 30, 40 minutes ago. The Braves get the victory over the Brewers. Another shutout there, 3 to nothing. Later on this evening, Rays Red Sox. So looking forward to that. I, of course, am looking forward to tomorrow because we've got hockey we get a lot of uh, preseason basketball as well but i'm excited for tomorrow because we got the penguins and the lightning we got the kraken and the golden knights we're going to get into all of that later with you of course usually tune into the show because well you're a fan of marshall you like the area sports you like the thundering herd so here we are marshall getting the victory on saturday winning homecoming the most important thing here winning your homecoming game in dramatic fashion. You have to go to overtime to do it. And Grant Wells throws a 22-yard touchdown pass to Shadid Ahmed, giving the herd the victory on homecoming night, homecoming day. And I'll give Marshall credit. The team snatched defeat from the jaws of victory and then snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. Because Marshall was favored three touchdowns in that game. Marshall was a 21-point favorite in that game. Now, I said Marshall would win by 10. I was not looking for a blowout here. I was close. Seven-point game. I was off by a few. I still thought 10. Be back and forth. It was not back and forth. And so Marshall got its, uh, got its offense going. Found Willie Johnson, 33 seconds to go in that fourth quarter. Gets the touchdown. Marshall then sends it to overtime. And we get the homecoming victory. So now we're moving on to North Texas. And, of course, uh, we'll wrap it up with you. We'll get your thoughts. Again, the text line is open this hour, 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. So what do we know about North Texas? Well, North Texas was a program that I was expecting to do all right in Conference USA this year. I thought they would be a little bit better than what their record indicates. And again, I told you, I didn't think that Old Dominion was the team that their record indicated. And they were pretty solid. 
I still thought Marshall should have been at least 10 points better and then some. But North Texas, you look at them, they're 0-2 in league play. They're 1-4 overall. Now, this is a team a few years ago that was, I thought, going to be an odds-on favorite to maybe win the West Division yearly, be a contender for the West Division, maybe see the Conference USA Championship game a lot. UAB has enjoyed that success. But after getting a win, open up your regular season against Northwestern State. You go and lose four straight. So they're, they're really having a rougher time than, than Marshall is. They lose to SMU, and that's a big no-no. North Texas does not like SMU. So they lose to SMU, 35-12. And then UAB beats them bad, 40-6. to And that's when I start thinking, okay, maybe North Texas isn't going to be the North Texas I thought they might be. And then... They lose to Louisiana Tech 24-17. Okay, that's a close game, but I like Louisiana Tech as well. So they just bit off a little bit more than they could chew this season. They got the two toughest teams in Conference USA's West Division, right? Or at least I thought those were the two toughest teams. And then here we are, UTEP at 2-0 and UTSA at 2-0 in conference play. And UTSA's undefeated, and UTEP's 5-1. So maybe those weren't the toughest teams in the West Division. UAB is 4-2, and two. and we'll go over all that here with you in a minute. But then North Texas has got to go into SEC country. And North Texas, I don't think this score really is an accurate representation. It's a 48-35 victory by Missouri, but I'm sorry, that fourth quarter was garbage time. That fourth quarter was a little garbage time here. So I don't know how to make this team out. I don't know what we're going to see when Marshall plays North Texas on Friday. So we're going to learn this week, figure them out a little bit, get an idea about what the Mean Green are all about. You remember the Mean Green? I sure do. Marshall hasn't seen the Mean Green much. In other sports, yes, but in football, not so much. Three times. Marshall's got the series lead 2-1, to one, but the last time Marshall was in Denton, Marshall lost, so Texas is not kind at times to the Thundering Herd. We'll see what happens on Saturday. I'm sorry, Friday. Again, we got to adjust now. we got to adjust because it's a Friday game coming up on CBS Sports Network, 7 o'clock. We're going to have that for you right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930 usually. But i got to correct myself there because we're moving that over to 93.7 The Dog. High school football on a Friday night. So we've got high school football. We have got the Marshall game. I'm going to be here. I'm not going to be at Roosters, but we remind you to head over to Roosters. Great place to watch the game. It'll be a busy day in Conference USA action on Saturday, but it's kind of spread out a little bit. There's going to be some Thursday and Friday action for a little bit here these next couple of weeks. But Marshall will get things kicked off in conference play against North Texas, and that's coming up. The East Division right now, Marshall's back in the hunt. Charlotte's 2-0. If Marshall can beat Charlotte and go undefeated the rest of the way, in case Charlotte doesn't lose another one except to Marshall, Marshall should be okay. Because right now, FAU's 1-1. 
Middle Tennessee's one and two. Western Kentucky's 0-1, Old Dominion, FIU, 0-2. So if Marshall can just get past that one blemish against Middle Tennessee in conference, win the rest of the conference games, and is it doable? I don't know. I don't know if it's doable with this team. Can Marshall make a run? Well, Marshall's not eliminated just yet. Charlotte's going to be tough, though. North Texas, they're 0-2. It's going to be tough in the West Division. Really, it's going to come down to UAB, UTEP, and UTSA. Do you believe that? Louisiana Tech's in the mix, too. I don't want to count them out, but I think the West Division is stronger right now than the East Division. UTSA? UTSA is a program that is on the rise. You're seeing its potential finally. You're seeing what it's about. And, yes, it had a fight with Western Kentucky, 52-46, but Western Kentucky puts points up. Western Kentucky is very good at putting points up. Western Kentucky doesn't have much of a defense. They can't outscore everybody. But they have put up 202 points. They've given up 192 it's sort of like Marshall. Marshall put up 209 points, and they've given up 137. But when they put those points up, but I knew Western Kentucky would put some points up. But still, conference play, UAB gets the victory over FAU. That was helpful. Liberty beat Middle Tennessee 41-13. And again, Liberty, I'm going to keep saying it. If you want to try to make some moves in Conference USA, you want to maybe hang on to Conference USA and make Conference USA a little bit stronger, Maybe that phone call to Liberty needs to happen sooner than later. And as we mentioned, UTEP is now 2-0 in conference, beating Southern Miss 26-13. UTSA beating Western Kentucky. I wasn't surprised there. It was a shootout. I mean, it was a shootout. It definitely was. I mean, it's the first time that UTSA has started 6-0 in program history. And their quarterback, Frank Harris, seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns, six passing, one receiving, as tied for fourth most in a single game in Conference USA history. That's a good team right there. On the verge, I think really on the verge of being a top 25 team. And a Conference USA needs that right now. Conference USA needs representation in the top 25. But our game, of course, we're going to try to break down Marshall, North Texas this week, get an idea for what this team's about. So I want to get your text in. You can do that real simple. You can text us at 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. We'll talk a little bit more about Marshall. We'll look back at this Old Dominion game briefly. I want to move ahead and start working on North Texas as we've got a short week, we've got Coach Huff tomorrow. So we'll get his thoughts tomorrow on the upcoming game if we have a show. If not, we'll definitely have it for you for Friday as part of our pregame coverage as uh, Marshall taking on North Texas. Making it completely crazy around here this week as we're going to have high school football on several of our radio stations. We're going to have the Marshall game on 93.7 The Dog. So... We're going to try to make the most of today's show. Again, we had baseball scheduled for earlier today. It did not happen. Uh, Gets canceled due to imminent rain. The weather just not cooperating. So we're going to have more baseball for you tomorrow. Coming up tonight, Rays, Red Sox, and then Giants and Dodgers. 
That's going to be tomorrow's action. I'm sorry, today's action. Tomorrow's action is going to be the Astros and White Sox, Brewers and Braves, uh, Giants and Dodgers. So that's our that's our lineup for tomorrow. Astros, White Sox, Brewers, Braves, Giants, and Dodgers are lineup tonight. Rays, Red Sox, Giants, Dodgers. And then on Wednesday, who knows? We might have action throughout the day because we're going to have Game 5 of Red Sox-Rays if needed. Uh, we'll have Game 5 of White Sox-Astros if needed. Uh, and plus, we've got the Coach Huff Show. Coach Huff Show is going to be on Wednesday. So I really don't know what it's going to look like schedule-wise. We could probably get that um, Red Sox-Rays game in. And, of course, one of these days this week, I'm going to be at the Union Pub and Grill because uh, we couldn't plan on doing it today because it would have been short notice if we were going to do it. And with the way that baseball has been going, we're kind of doing today and the rest of the week uh, as we go. So there you go. You, you kind of have all the ideas now of what this day is going to look like, what the rest of the night's going to look like. We'll come back and we'll get your text in. We'll get your phone calls in. We'll start looking at Marshall, North Texas a little bit more. I'll react to your, your text. We'll do all that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Our phone lines are sour. Brought to you by White Claw 877 420 Talk 877 420 8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer made pure. Appreciate White Claw for their sponsorship. Text lines open 304-523-2275. Today we'd usually be at the Union Pub and Grill. Our broadcast schedule and the fluidity of it did not allow that to happen today. Didn't know we were going to be able to get on the air until about 30 minutes before airtime. So here we are in studio today, but do want to remind you that it is Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. So that means usually on a Monday, and usually means every Monday, does, does not change. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. Now, if I can get over there Wednesday, because that'll be our next possible opportunity, Wednesday. I'm going to have to learn the Wednesday special. It's going to be a learning experience for all of us. I'm looking forward to that. Um, while I was in the break, I got the heads up uh, that there is a report that uh, CBS Sports uh, came out with. And there's a regionalization concept that's going around, which would, if it's going to be um, approved, which it might not be by maybe two-thirds of the participants here, or at least the Proposal is going to try to regionalize the AAC, Conference USA, and the Sun Belt. reason why the MAC is not involved in this because the Mid-American Conference, pretty much the geography, is almost perfect. It's pretty regional as it is. Mountain West, same thing there. It's pretty good. You don't have to really redistrict since that's the popular thing going on right now. Now, and by the way, I, I've just been told, uh, text line, um, reminding me the Wednesday special 
uh, is uh, trivia 10 to 1. And there's a $7 all-you-can-drink special on Wednesday at the Union Pub and Grill. But I do digress. So let's, uh, let's get into this. And again, thanks to the texter. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate him. There's a concept of making conferences more geographically aligned. And usually that made pretty good sense back in the day. That was really the focus of a lot of these conferences. These were aligned schools. These were schools that had like interest. These were schools that fit into a, a pretty good geographic footprint. It was big enough to, to have some weight to it, but it was small enough so if you wanted to go to a game, you could drive to a game possibly. You could make that trip. You know, you if you're an Ohio State fan, you're going to run into Michigan fans. You're going to run into Michigan State fans. If you're going to run into fans, you, know, you have more fun because, again, contrary to popular belief, this isn't life and death. This is entertainment, and we have fun. You know, and we cheer for our favorite team, and we root against teams we don't like. But at the end of the day, this is supposed to be fun. What's fun? Hey, I got a buddy that I work with here. He's a Michigan grad. I'm an Ohio State guy, and so we're going to have a good time when the two teams play. You really don't get that. I don't know too many North Texas grads. I'm a Marshall guy. I can't really look down the, uh, the office and see a North Texas guy. I can see an Ohio guy. I can look down the office and see an Ohio guy. Because I'm going to run into Bobcat guys and gals. I'm going to run into people. I might run into a Western Kentucky person. Not very often, but I could run into a Western Kentucky person a little bit more than I would, say, a North Texas person. I'm not going to run into anyone from Rice, not very often. UTSA, UTEP, I'm not going to do it. But there is that off chance that I might run into somebody, Charlotte, or FIU, or Old Dominion. Not, not much of a chance, but more so than the West Division here. But the whole point here was conferences made sense for like institutions that had a common goal. And now the common goal is to get as big as you possibly can, to make as much TV money as you can, and fend off the other guy. Because that's what it's become. And so there is a concept that is going to be presented to Conference USA presidents. It's going to happen on Monday, according to the report from CBS Sports. It's going to basically say that Conference USA, the American and the Sun Belt, should realign based on the states and regions of teams in an effort to halt ongoing realignment, as the report reads, and stabilize budgets at the group of five level. Okay, that makes sense, right? How cool would it be if you're in a conference where the fans are a little bit closer? Instead of Marshall going out west and playing North Texas, how cool would it have been if Marshall was maybe heading down to play Coastal Carolina this week? Or Georgia Southern? I mean, that would have been cool, right? That would have been a lot more fun than maybe the North Texas trip. And you can make that trip. You can make that trip easy. It could be maybe you travel down Friday night, you're ready to go on a Saturday. You don't have to hop a flight you don't have to make a, a huge excursion. You get to see the herd play. You get to see herd play in a aligned conference. But 
I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Because I don't think the American's going to get on board with this. Concept's going to be presented according to the report by former Big Ten Commissioner Jim Delaney. So Jim Delaney uh, is going to be on board with this here. Former Big 12 Commissioner Kevin Weiberg. Conference USA has been quiet on this alignment front. Not much has been said. And that's been really disconcerting. I mean, what's Conference USA going to do? The Americans pretty much said, look, we're going to, we're going to talk to people who want to be in the American. We're going to see what's best for the league. The Sun Belt's like, you know, we're not opposed. If it makes sense for the Sun Belt, we're not opposed. We're not going to, you know, lose any sleep over it. But if we see somebody, we see someone, I know I'm calling a team and a school someone, we see a school that we like, that makes sense, we're going to jump on board with that. So the concept's going to be presented. Conference USA has hired Delaney as an advisor. And Weiberg, former co-worker, his former deputy, guy was pretty uh, instrumental in uh, the Big Ten and Pac-12 television network. So they're on board with this. According to CBS, when asked about the Conference USA concept, an AAC spokesman told CBS Sports, we have zero interest in that. That's not in our plan. So this thing's dead already. They'll make their pitch. It'll sound nice, but this thing's dead. It makes sense to a degree, right? Get some schools to agree to maybe realign and form conferences that make sense from a geographical standpoint. I mean, Sunbelt has basically said as well, and this is the quote from Keith Gill, Sunbelt Commissioner, we're really not interested in a merger. We feel really good about where we are. Because here's what's going to happen. If this thing gets off rails, the American and the Sunbelt are going to pick apart. I don't know if the Sunbelt is going to get picked apart by the American, and then the Sunbelt is going to pick apart Conference USA, and then maybe the Mountain West will take a remnant or two. And then there's going to be some schools out in the cold. I don't know if that's going to happen. But if you're UTSA right now, you're sitting there thinking, we keep this thing going. Maybe, just maybe, we get in the Mountain West because the Mountain West might need a team or two to flesh this thing out. You know the American's going to get picked over here one more time. Memphis is going eventually. Memphis is going eventually. Is Boise going eventually? Don't know. But I think the Mountain West made a stand, and that's thrown a monkey wrench into some of the plans of the American. And what did the Sun Belt teams say? We're good. We don't think that you've got what it takes. We're good. And the Sun Belt all of a sudden acts from a position of power. And maybe the Sun Belt's the one cherry picking a team or two. And then you get Conference USA hey, you know, we should redo this thing. We should redo this thing. So this thing's going to be approved probably by the Conference USA presidents. And so here it is. The Conference USA says, yeah, you know what? We're on board with this. We like this. Hey, let's all get together, work it out. We could have maybe some really cool conferences here. I don't know. 
if this is going anywhere. It's been talked to death. It's been talked to death as far as what would make sense. Remember, I mean, there was some um, there was some talk a few years ago about some leagues working together. So what could happen here? Well, maybe all the Florida schools get together and a league. What the Texas schools get together in a league? I mean, right now, if you lopped Conference USA at half and then picked up a couple of teams here to kind of flesh this out, you'd have a, a you, again, the danger here is you don't want to lose your, your credits, your NCAA credits. You don't want to lose any, any ground here. But right now, you have Charlotte, FAU, Marshall, Middle, Western, Old Dominion, FIU. That's your East Division there. You know, what if you had those seven? You picked up Liberty. That's eight right there. Do you pick up James Madison? Maybe you, you reach down a little bit and say, look, come on up. And so all of a sudden, you may be looking for one more. You could have a nice little East conference there and it'd be good and the west division could do the same maybe so all of a sudden here and cbs even throws out an example you could have a 12 team southwest league that would include arkansas state louisiana louisiana monroe louisiana tech north texas rice smu texas state tulane utep utsa so that could happen. Probably not. But this is going to be the next thing that gets thrown out there. Is realignment going to happen? And you can't have the conversation until you start the conversation. I mean, maybe you're throwing this thing out there and saying, okay, let's see what sticks. Let's see what sticks. A lot of this realignment has a lot to do with trying to stabilize. Part of this is in NCAA, you get automatic bids to the tournament. You got to have at least six teams in your conference so you're eligible for an automatic bid. If this thing gets out of control, maybe Conference USA goes bye-bye. I don't know. Are there enough teams in Conference USA for other leagues to pick apart? That's my, that's my question here. I mean, how much of Conference USA is viable just from a standpoint of, okay, the Sun Belt is going to come calling and take a few teams away? And... You could see maybe one of these leagues deciding we're going supersize. And so maybe that's where you start looking. Maybe we're going supersize. Because despite what North Texas is doing on football right now, that's an attractive school. UAB is an attractive school. UTSA is an attractive school. So you have some schools that are not found wanting here. And I think UAB, UTSA is probably on the checklist. 
And if you're the American, maybe you're looking at a couple of schools out of Conference USA. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're looking at the Sun Belt. Because right now, Coastal Carolina is looking pretty good. Appalachian State, I always thought that they were a solid program to have. I would love to see Marshall in a conference with them on a yearly basis. What do you think? Is a super conference going to happen? Is this thing a possibility? Or is it going to be more of a, they're going to fight it out, and there's going to be winners and losers here, and there's going to be utter chaos. The text line is open now. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. we got more coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Phone lines open this hour. White Claw phone line, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Text line is 304-523-2275. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Sort of an impromptu show today. We were planning on baseball earlier in the afternoon. We find out that the game was uh, postponed due to rain, and the Braves get the victory earlier in the afternoon. We come on the air about 30 minutes after that baseball game wraps up. So it was sort of we didn't know what was going to happen until it happened. So that's why we're in studio today for the show. Instead, at the Union Pub and Grill. And, of course, on the Union Pub and Grill Monday, it's $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. Here, of course, are the numbers. Here are the numbers to what the game looks like this week to Vegas. Right now, the consensus pick is Marshall. The pick's Marshall, and Marshall comes in as an 11-point favorite. So Marshall's an 11-point favorite. Coming into this contest, the over-under is 65 and a half. So are you are you a betting person? 65 and a half? Are you a betting person? So that's what the Vegas odds are. And you look at this, just the early matchup here. Where do you favor the Thundering Herd at? Well, Marshall puts up more points than Old Dominion did. And this was a tight one. So when you look at how Marshall ranks up against North Texas. Uh, It's close, not that close, but it's close. Marshall averaging now 34.8 a contest. North Texas averaging 22.8. Points allowed per game, Marshall's giving up 22.8. North Texas is giving up 32.2. The stat I'm looking at here is Yards allowed, because North Texas gives up almost 425 yards a game. It's pretty balanced. They're giving up over 210 yards rushing. They're giving up almost 214 yards passing. Here's what Marshall, I think, needs to do. If Marshall can focus on the running game a little bit more, I want to see Marshall run a little bit more. That's what I want to see. 
I want to see Marshall amp up the run attack. Because I think there's some potential there. And Marshall right now is only getting 158 yards a game. North Texas will, on average, get over 203. I want to see Marshall run a little bit more. More carries to Rasheen. Not that I'm against the pass attack, because you look at North Texas, I mean, they've given up a lot of passing yards, but I want to see Marshall... I want to see Marshall run a little bit more. I want to see more time of possession. And I know you got that amped up offense. You want to be fast paced. You want to run. You want to go, go, go. You want to pass. You want to, you know, you you want to have a cadence. You want to have that. I get that. You just you know you run, 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 pass, pass, attack, fast. You want that. I'm not a coach, but I I want to see Marshall run a little bit more. I want to see Marshall holding on to the ball a little bit more. I like long drives. 10-play, 75-yard drive, I'm good with that. 12-plays, 80-yard, I'm good with that. I like that, as long as you're getting points after that. So that's kind of what I want to see. All right, uh, I want to get us back on track. We're going to take our final break. Uh, that means that's a perfect time for you to actually hit the phone line. I am rolling solo today here, so uh, bear with me as we will answer the phone at 304-529. Actually, let me give you another number, 877-420-TALK. The other number, 877-420-TALK. We'll do that one, and the text line is 304-523-2275. We're going to wrap it up when we continue. Today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll get to your text in a moment. Let's go to the phones. I've got Bill jumping in from Huntington. He's on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. What's up, Bill? Paul, I was just going to reiterate your point, but... I was going to make one further point, too, whenever we talked off the air that I didn't make. Before the CUSA goes out and tries to shop any sort of plan or all that, uh, the CUSA has to ask themselves a question each member. How many how many members are actually very well would choose to remain the CUSA versus jumping somewhere else? How many, how many schools in the CUSA are actually want to be in the CUSA? And just as a wild scientific guess. I would guess it's less than half the conference. I I wonder if the Texas schools would love to just to get together and come up with their own Texas-esque league. Yeah, I'm sure the East Division or, schools would like to get together. I, I'm sure most of the East Division schools would love to go to the Sun Belt right now. Yep, and for the Texas schools, uh, some of them, well, the Mountain West might be available. Or the AAC, the AAC, you know, depending on who it is. I mean, the AAC could very well, you know, pluck, you know, uh, our uh, the San Antonio is what I was trying to say. U.S. Uh, San Antonio, I'll just call it that, and uh, UAB, and um, leave it at that. And then the Sun Belt comes after whomever, and 
Marshall has a you know probably twenty five twenty six thousand dollar dedicated fan base or twenty six thousand fan dedicated fan base. But to be honest with you, if you're looking at from outside the area, uh, that's all that Marshall has to say. Marshall probably has most name recognition of anybody in the in the uh, USA. Yet we're the ones featured on Facebook. You know, think about that. Yeah, and. Yeah, why why is that featured in quotation marks yeah, yeah. Why, why is marshall featured a lot on facebook well it's because they're i can tell you now it's because they're gonna they're gonna draw a dedicated eyeball mm-hmm. and but it's hard to grow a brand on facebook for football anyway I, it's it's great yeah, if I Marshall want to watch was, a game and I get my phone and it's pop up on facebook and go get it yeah that's great you know, yeah, it's no harder than ESPN Plus for some. You know, for others, it's it's a bear. But you know, you're right. If you want to grow your brand nationally, I'm I'm not going out and searching for games on Facebook Watch. Now, I'm looking at what's on the TV listings on a Saturday. So this Saturday, when Marshall's not playing, I'm going to want to watch a college game. I'm going to see what games on ESPN and maybe ESPN Plus because I, I pay for that service. So what? Or Fox it, Sports One too. Yeah. You know, you know, right. Yeah. I'm going to look that way first. I'm not going to go, hey, what's on Facebook Watch? Sure, if I'm a fan, yeah. I'll go look for that. If I'm a fan of Marshall, I'll, I'll definitely and, watch that, but not and moreover, what And the moreover, what I pointed out you know, to you off air is that uh, you know, if you go to Facebook Watch on a fire stick or something like that, you, the most prominent links displayed are not genuine links. You know, that's a problem. And I, I don't know what CUSA could do about it, but, you know, the fact that they haven't recognized the problem, you know, I haven't heard anybody addressing the problem. I think the it's problem going, is more it's the provider, and so CBS is going to push its Facebook. And so if you're like us, you know to go to CBS's Facebook page to get the link or go to Marshall's website and get the right. link. Not all of us are as savvy thank you that's a good that's the word i'm looking for savvy to yeah, do that but, but if you're again if you're if you're using a if you're using a fire stick or a, a android that means you're going to use a browser to, to type those things in if you just want an app to get to it facebook watch is the app and then if you go you know you know the thing is right there for convenience now i know to do that but I want to watch it with my fire stick and not have to worry about you know hooking up a computer to a TV set or anything like that. Or yeah, or casting Chromecasting it. Yeah, yeah, or casting yes, it over exactly. to your smart TV. Exactly. Bill, I'm out of time. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you checking in with us today. Um, let me get this text in quick before we call it a day. Hey, Paul, I was disappointed in the offense and their production. Frankly, I'm shocked. Offensive coordinator has a lot of playmakers. Can you explain or help us understand what's happening? We have Wells, Gaines, Gamage, Ali, Sheldon Evans, Ahmed, and Keaton. We should be putting up at least 40 points a game. Am I right? Our defense is good enough to keep us in every game. You're doing awesome. Go Herd. I still believe we are still in this race. Holmes. And I got a whole bunch of emojis. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, Marshall's not putting up enough touchdowns. Um, we'll discuss that next time. 
WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.